the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Prayers Heard in Heaven. God wants to raise up an army of believers whose prayer shakes the nation and the nations of the world. God wants you to shake the evil out of its dwelling place in your family, in your workplace, in the nation. Prayers Heard in Heaven is a teaching ministry teaching God's people to pass blessings with prayer. In the fifth chapter of James, the Bible tells us to pray for one another that we may be healed and that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. The following program, Prayers Heard in Heaven, with speaker and teacher Valerie Sneed, will help you learn to pray fervently and effectively and truly see results in prayer. Valerie Sneed, with Prayers Heard in Heaven, starts now. Victory is an open door. And we must choose to enter in. You are designed for greatness. When God created mankind, he created us for victory. When the Lord said, let us make man in our image and our likeness. He was creating mankind for complete and total victory. Now let's talk about today circumstances that you may be facing and how to enter in to the door of victory and possess the land. The Israelites stood at the edge of the promised land and instead of entering in on the first time, instead of entering into the land, they shrank back. They shrank back because they were murmuring and they were complaining. Even though God had He had done such mighty miracles as they were in Egypt for their release. He did mighty miracles as they left the land of Egypt. But they came to a place of murmuring and complaining. And Moses said to the Israelites, The Lord has heard your grumbling, which you murmured against him. What are us? Your murmuring are not against us, but against the Lord. Exodus 16, 8. When we murmur and we complain, we aren't really murmuring against the circumstance as we might think we are. The Bible shows us that we are actually murmuring against God and that he hears our murmuring and our complaining. Not only does he hear us, but our murmuring and our complaining, there is a specific reason and a source of murmuring and complaining. Think about that for just a moment. Whatever circumstance that you're facing right now, if you think about what you have been saying, what has been going around and around in your mind. Now, I'm going to go off on a side journey for just a moment. I was younger once, yeah, and I just want to share this with you today. And one day the Lord said to me, he said, you would have twice the amount that you have if you would stop complaining. And I thought, oh my goodness, you know. I would have twice what I have right now if I would not complain. I had to come to the understanding 
that when we murmur and we complain, we're actually murmuring and complaining against God. And that's what Moses was trying to tell the Israelites. You're murmuring and you're complaining is not against us. Exodus 16 and 8. They were actually murmuring against God. And not only did they not hear and receive what God was saying to them. He had promised them a land flowing with milk and honey. He had promised to deliver them out of the hands of their enemies. But their unbelief kept them from going forth in faith. He promised, he promised that their enemies would be his enemies. But instead of going forth in courage and belief, they shrunk back in unbelief, where you're standing right now, the circumstance that you are looking at, whatever it is that you are facing, are you shrinking back in unbelief? Or are you going to decide today, I will enter in to the door of victory? Because God has created you for victory and every circumstance that comes up in life. We are to never be defeated. When God said, Let's make man in our image and our likeness. What was he really saying? Let's make him undefeated. Let's make him mighty. Let's make mankind great. Let's make mankind that he and she, right? Mankind, that mankind has dominion over the face of the earth. Now, if we do not shrink back in unbelief, Unbelief causes us to not be able to move forth in faith. Unbelief causes us, it can cause one to be completely paralyzed with fear, where they cannot move forward. They cannot move into a new house. They cannot move into a new apartment. They cannot move to another land. They cannot take this money and invest it. They cannot, because they're shrinking back, and unbelief. What has God said about your circumstance? God specifically told the Israelites, you will possess the land. Go forth, possess the land. It's flowing with milk and honey. But instead of going forth in faith, they were ready to turn back. They said, let's choose a new leader. What? What are they saying? Let's choose a new leader among us and let's go back to Egypt. What in the world were they thinking of? Let's go back to bondage? Let's go back to slavery? Why would they shrink back? Because unbelief was in their heart. And so because they were in unbelief, they fell into disobedience. And instead of going forward through the door of victory, they had a choice, as we all do. Will we enter in through the door of victory? Or will we shrink back in unbelief? Think about the circumstance that you are facing right now. Are you in unbelief? Because unbelief leads us to being defeated. Just as the murmuring led the Israelites back into rebellion against God, it will lead us into rebellion against God and disobedience. Satan will always try to get us to murmur and try to get us to complain about everything around us or about the circumstance that we're facing. That is one trick of the enemy that he uses to defeat the children of God by causing us to be in unbelief, 
by manipulating the circumstance, manipulating how we see the circumstance so that we end up murmuring and complaining. But instead, if we would be thankful and our heart would be full of gratitude, we would go forward in faith instead of shrinking back and unbelief. Because unbelief, the Israelites, they rebelled against God. And when they rebelled against God, they came to the border of the promised land and they would not listen to the voice of God. They would not receive what God had said. They would not obey what he was telling them to do. God heard them when they were murmuring and complaining. And and I'm going to paraphrase, but he basically said, because you have murmured in my ear, I will give you what you have murmured for. And we know that many of them actually died in the wilderness. God had told them to possess the land. But instead of possessing the land, they said, wouldn't it be better for us to go back to Egypt? And they said this to one another. Wouldn't it be better if we go back? So not only were they murmuring and complaining within their own mind, but they began to spread it among each other in the camp. And as unbelief is spread in the camp, then they become discouraged. They become bewildered. And the Bible tells us they began to cry out. They were so discouraged. And Joshua and Caleb were telling them, what are you doing? Why are you crying out before the Lord this way? He was really saying, why are you in such unbelief? What has God said? What has he said that we would do? But instead of focusing on what God had said, they focused on the giants in the land. They said, the very land will devour us. Not only did they fear the giants, the people in the land, they feared the land itself. The land that God had said would be their inheritance. The land that was flowing with milk and honey. The land that God had written Israel across. God had written their name across the land. God has written your name across specific land for you to possess. Each of us. As we face life circumstances, we stand at the border of that land spiritually, and we must make a conscious decision. Will I shrink back in unbelief? Will I not receive what God has said? Or will I go forward in obedience? Or will I disobey the Lord? Will I rebel against God? Rebelling against God led many of them to their very death. Do we fear the wrath of God? I'm concerned that sometimes many of us haven't been taught to have a holy reverence for God. I'm talking about a reverence that brings about a holy fear of him. I remember what the missionary that I studied under for 23 years. This is a long time. I learned a lot of principles and I learned a lot about God. And one day she said this to me. She said, Valerie, she said, you know, I'm afraid to mistreat anyone. I'm afraid to mistreat God's people. She said, you know why? She said, Valerie, because I am afraid of what God will do to me if I mistreat someone. So I learned holy fear, a holy reverence for God. She had a remarkable way of handling people. She was gentle and she was kind. 
because she had a holy reverence for God. If we think about that for just a moment, what would our world look like if each of us had a holy reverence for God and we feared to mistreat anyone because we feared not them, but because we fear God, we fear what God might do to us, what he might allow to happen because we mistreated someone else. It's so important to have a holy reverence for God. The Israelites feared man, but they did not fear God. They wanted to go back to Egypt and be in bondage rather than to go forward and walk in belief. When our heart is rooted and grounded in faith, Unbelief, fear might try to attack the mind, but it will not be able to attack the heart because within the heart is the Holy Spirit. And God, by the Holy Spirit, has given you what I like to describe as an artesian spring. Have you seen an artesian spring before? You know, it kind of comes up out of nowhere, you know, this beautiful water full of minerals and what's life supporting. The Holy Spirit. It's like an artesian spring within the believer. And it will spring up from within you like a well of artesian water. It will spring up from within you when you least expect it. And it brings us confidence in God. It brings the faith of God to the surface of our mind. And all of a sudden, instead of being an unbelief, we begin to believe God. What is it that you're facing Right now, you have the ultimate choice to decide. I will enter in through the door of victory or I will shrink back in unbelief. And whenever I shrink back in unbelief, now I've fallen into sin. Sin against who? Sin against God. And when I fall into unbelief, it's going to lead me to rebellion against God and against his word. Satan will try to manipulate our circumstances to get us to fall into unbelief, to bring us to a place where we do not believe that God is in control of our circumstances. Jesus has already taken the victory. When he died and was crucified and raised from the dead, he took all the authority that Satan had over your life. He took every bit of authority that he had. And he became the king and the ruler over the child of God's life. Satan is not Lord over you. Satan does not have dominion over you. Jesus took that when he gave his life on the cross. And so as we walk in the power of revelation, see, as the Holy Spirit, as it comes up from within you like an artesian spring, the Holy Spirit brings you the power of revelation. Revelation brings you the knowledge of God. It brings you the answers in life circumstances. Think about the battle that you're facing right now. Through the power of revelation, you can receive through prayer. God will give you discernment. God will give you discernment and strategies to overcome any obstacle that you are facing. No matter what the situation is, God always has an answer. Seek God for your highest good. Seek him for the answer to your circumstance. 
God will lift you above the circumstance and you will stand on the mountaintop in victory through the power of revelation. The Holy Spirit is within us so that we walk in revelation knowledge so that the spirit of God brings us the answer to every situation. Every child of God is created to hear the voice of God. As we hear the voice of God, and we acknowledge the voice of God. It will bring us the victory in every circumstance. The Israelites refused to hear the voice of God. Even though they had seen miracles and signs and wonders, they had even heard the audible voice of God. They had seen him do miraculous and incredible miracles. But yet, they shrunk back. And they would not go forward because they were walking in unbelief. I want to share this to you one day, and I'm going to ask you again, now, don't judge me, okay? Don't judge me on this. So I, I was much younger. I've learned a lot in my walk with God, and I, I remember different stages in my development and walking as I grew to walk in the full stature of Christ. And one day I was praying, you know, and I had been praying about a situation over and over again, I, I continuously kept seeking God and persevering for someone. And as I was praying, I said to the Lord, and, and I didn't expect him to answer. You know, I'm just kind of thinking, you know, in my own head. And, and I said, this is getting hard. You know, Lord, this is getting hard to keep praying about the same thing over and over. You know, and, and I don't see anything happening. Not, there's no result to my prayer. Lord, this is getting kind of hard, you know. Instantly, the Lord answered. He said, yes, it is. When you're in unbelief. I said, oh, my Lord, I am so sorry. I, I didn't know I was in unbelief. I was praying, all right, but I was praying and I was still in unbelief. Are you praying about life circumstances? Are you praying about what you're facing right now? But while you are praying, you're still walking in unbelief. Well, I was not going to see the answer to the prayer as I walked in unbelief. But I want to tell you, that very moment, there was a shift for me. I'm believing God right now that as you're listening to this message, there is a shift for you within. That you will no longer walk in unbelief and you will no longer pray in unbelief. When I came out of unbelief and I came out that very moment because I didn't know that that's what I was doing. I was praying it all right, but I certainly was not believing what I was praying. When I came out of unbelief, my prayers went to a new level. When I came out of unbelief, I began to see the light. I began to see changes in the circumstance, gradual and gradual and gradual. I want to tell you, that it wasn't long before I felt like I was standing on top of the circumstance because I had the victory. Not only did I have the position of victory in the circumstance, I had the ear of the person who needed the help the most. They would not even hear what I was saying to them while I was praying in unbelief. But when I began to pray and believe what I was praying, when I began to pray and believe 
that God was altering their circumstance. When I began to pray and believe that they would hear the voice of God from within, there was a shift, not only for me, but there was a shift for them. I learned a valuable lesson in prayer. I learned a lesson that's carried me and will carry me the rest of the days of my life. To be careful when I'm praying that I have not fallen into unbelief. Unbelief will not bring us results. Unbelief will actually cause us to be disobedient to God. Unbelief will cause words to come out of our mouth of unbelief. Unbelief will cause us to speak the wrong words to that child that's in rebellion. Unbelief will cause us to have a temper when we should not be in anger. Unbelief will cause someone to be slamming things around in the house and they live all by themselves, but they're so mad and they're so upset. They're just fussing and cussing and slamming things around. No, no, no. That's not God at all. That's not the Holy Spirit telling us to do that. Then we're not walking in all of our ways in faith and believing God. We're just mad, just slamming things around and just upset. No, that's not God. When we're walking in belief, we walk in a spirit of peace and joy because we know that God is manifesting the answer to our prayer. We know that we are going to stand on top of that circumstance. Jesus said, all things are under my feet. Everything, every circumstance that we face is already under his feet. He has power and authority over all things, not some things, all things. What is it that you are facing right now? Or what is it that you are helping someone else to go through? God wants you to know that through your prayer, that they can come into the greatest victory that they have ever seen in their life. Through your prayer, God will give you the power of revelation. You will speak words of affirmation into their life. Words that actually perform miracles, signs, and wonders. Why? Because you believe. The word of the Lord says that miracles, signs, and wonders follow those who are in unbelief. Is that right? No. Miracle signs and wonders follow those who believe. That's who the miracle signs and wonders follow. So maybe if you found yourself in unbelief, maybe the prayers aren't being answered. And today you have discovered the door to victory and that it is a choice to enter in. I believe that as of this very moment, that you're thinking deeply about any unbelief that you are walking in and that today you will deny the enemy access to your mind. That today you have made a conscious decision. I have been in unbelief and it's hindering my prayers. It is hindering me from having twice as much as I already have. I am not going to murmur I am not going to complain. I will not be found in disobedience to God. I am going to walk in faith believing. I am going to walk in the revelation power of the word of God. 
I am going to allow. You see, we must allow. I am going to allow the Holy Spirit to lead me, the Word of God to be a lamp unto my feet. I am going to be like Joshua. I am going to meditate on God's Word day and night so that my enemies will not be able to stand before me all the days of my life. Because you and I have the covenant promise. God said, your enemies will be my enemies. So whatever is coming against me is an enemy to God. So I'm going to walk in belief. I am going to walk by the light of God's word. I am going to meditate, not read. I am going to meditate on God's word day and night so that I meditate on the good things of God so that my heart is filled with faith so that I act in faith. I speak in faith. I speak faith at all times. The door of victory is a choice and we must decide to enter in. I'm Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven, teaching God's people to pray. You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 5.30. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.